0: Episode 17 of the Relaxed Dog Podcast, sponsored by the Relaxed Dog. Thank you for listening. I am your host, Robert Ober, and I hope that you and your dog are well. Our guest this week comes all the way from the UK, and Amy is going to tell us all about Lord Archibald of Saltburn Manor, or Archie as he's known to his friends. But first, some doggy news, and it's also from that part of the globe where police dog Max from the, and excuse my pronunciation, Deavitt police force in Wales, was on his first shift and he was asked to go out and help try and locate a missing mother and baby and the good news is that for about two and a half to two hours into the shift uh, he led his handler to the mother and baby and all are well so congratulations Max on your first shift Now Max would have used his most powerful sense and just about everyone knows that it is his nose. Pun unintended, but there you go. The reason for that is that dogs have up to 300 million olfactory receptors in their noses and us humans have about 6 million. the part of their brain dedicated to interpreting all those senses is about 40 times larger than our part for our sense of smell. All up, people usually say that dogs can smell about 100,000 times better than us humans. And I've heard the analogy of they can sense about half a teaspoon of sugar in an olympic size swimming pool. So the question I have for you listening is what do you do to ensure that your dog is using his or her nose? And there are a lot of different games and a lot of different activities, but make sure that You give them the opportunity to use their sense of smell. Now let's move along to this week's guest interview. Well, welcome everyone to the Relaxed Dog Podcast. And today I am talking to Amy and she is going to tell us all about Lord Archibald or to his friends, Archie. So, welcome to the podcast, Amy.
1: Thank you very much.
0: So, the, the standard question I sort of get everyone to, t- to start with is to take us back in time a little bit before you got Archie, and give us a bit of a, a picture on the the why's and the and the how you guys got together.
1: So, it's it's a bit of a random story. This, um, so. My partner who I'm with now, we were together when we were 17 and we were together for about five years and then being children, we broke up and weren't together for two years. My partner, obviously, well, my ex-partner had moved on with somebody else and they decided to get Archie. Now that relationship turned quite toxic and his girlfriend at the time said, come and get your dog. I don't want anything to do with him. Like, I can't stand him. Just take him um and I ended up obviously getting back with my boyfriend and obviously he brought Archie into my life and as soon as obviously I met Archie there was just a complete connection and I always remember saying I don't understand how anyone could give give him up and just say no I don't want anything to do with him he's my absolute world now so unfortunately I didn't get to have him from when he was a puppy so I've missed out on quite a lot, but my partner's filled me in on quite a lot. And I've got lots of photos of him and things, which is really nice.
0: Okay. So yeah. So, nice. so about how old was Archie when you met him?
1: He was 18 months when I met him. So I still got him at his puppy stage because Labradors tend to mature more around the two year So I still got quite a lot of the uh, puppy essence from him just none of the chewing which was quite lucky <laughs> <laughs>
2: nice so
0: everything was really good from day one or
1: yeah like he's, he's been absolutely brilliant the only thing that we've had problems with and it, it, it's a, it's a nice thing he loves us that much that obviously with me and my partner working and my partner works away I think it stemmed him to have separation anxiety so we moved into our house and we had a letter through the door from our neighbours and they were saying basically that he howls and he cries as soon as we leave him, even though we've got a dog walker that comes in. But obviously that's the only thing that we've had a bit of a, a bit of a struggle with, with him. And obviously it we got it sorted. He started to understand, like we leave the telly and things on for him and he understands now he gets left. But then obviously because of the whole COVID-19 and the lockdown, he's now very latched on to us. So... And us, as soon as I go back to work in September, he'll be back to with his separation anxiety and howling. That's the only thing I would say that he's been bad for. He, he's he's fine in every other aspect. He, he's like having a little child.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the uh, what you mentioned about with the uh, the COVID situation is going to be a fairly common thing all around the world.
2: Mm.
1: Definitely.
0: When um, you got back with your current partner, uh, was it? moving back into a place where Archie was or sort of he moved in with the, with you guys or did you sort of like, how did that sort of work?
1: So um, I took, I'd started to meet him, taking him out on a couple of walks and um, we then went to the Lake District for a couple of days and Archie obviously came with us. So we were seeing how he was with me, how he was with my partner and things. And at the time I was still living with my parents, well um, with my mum. So we we were renting a flat and you weren't meant to have dogs. So luckily the landlord said that he could come and stay. So he wouldn't be there all the time because it was a flat. It wasn't fair on him because obviously he's a big dog. He needs a garden. So he would come and stay for a couple of days, but he was predominantly living at my boyfriend's parents' house. And I would obviously just go around and get him. He'd come and stay for a, a night or two nights and then obviously he'd go home and I'd take him out after work and things. And then about six months into... Us being back together, we obviously started to have a look to, into buying a house. And I think it was 11 months we managed to obviously buy our own house to so obviously end up living with us permanently, which was really, really good. So now he's got a lovely garden and he's got the run of the house. and he, that's where his um, Lord Archibald comes from because of uh, Lord Archibald of the Manor, as we say.
2: <laughs> so,
1: but yeah, I mean, he's brilliant now, obviously. So he, he kind of gradually did it a bit like he would with a child, I guess, just to see how he would be.
0: Okay. And from the sound of it, there were sort of no initial teething problems or any sort of weird settling in things that he did?
1: Nothing. Like, I think he knew. I remember when we brought him round when we came to view the house and straight away, it just seemed like he knew that this was going to be his house because he was so relaxed. He sat himself on the floor and went to sleep and it wasn't (laughs) his house. So. I think we knew from then. And then I remember the first the day that I got the keys and my partner, bless me was working away at the time. So I came and moved, moved in by myself with the dog and he just went straight in the garden. He started rolling around in the grass. So he, he definitely had no settling in issues.
0: <laughs> Sounds nice. And what about uh, when you'd sort of like take him out for the, just the, the neighbourhood sort of walks? Was there any sort of like uh, settling into the, the new area?
1: No, um, with us living near the beach, it's really lucky. He's obsessed. He absolutely loves the beach and the sea. So the only thing we've ever had really with him is the fact that as soon as he smells that sea air, he starts pulling because he's that excited because he wants to get on that beach. But he absolutely loves it because we're quite rural at the same time as being near the coast. But we've got plenty of like big fields. We live near the North Yorkshire Mirror's. obviously we've got the beach. So a lot of the time you can be off his lead as well. So he can go around and sniff. He can kind of suss out the area and he absolutely loves it. We've never had any teething problems, which is really lucky.
0: Okay. So when you're saying you're sort of like uh, semi-rural-ish, uh, on an average walk at the beach, would there be other dogs there or people?
1: Yeah, so we we are quite a popular seaside town as well. So especially like today, with the weather being twenty seven degrees, our seafront will be absolutely heaving. So it will be busy. But unfortunately, we're around here. Obviously, a lot of the beaches. I don't know if it's the same in um, Australia, but we in the summer times we have it blocked off for dogs. So there's only certain parts of the beach that can go on. So then, then. Parts what he can go on tend to be a bit quieter which is better but obviously the main built up bit is usually absolutely rammed packed with people and dogs which
0: should be yeah we've got sort of a a mixture of uh, off-lead areas and and uh, completely dog-free areas and 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 on-leash areas as well
1: it's crazy i think because we've had quite an issue obviously with the whole covid thing when lockdown finally got eased people started to obviously go to the beach but they weren't taking the rubbish home. They were really making it awful. It was disgusting what they're leaving. And I think a dog doesn't do that. If a human's doing that, it should be humans that are panned off the beach, not the dogs.
0: No, and then that in turn creates so many issues with the dogs yeah. running around. You don't know what they're getting into.
1: Exactly. And I know I know he's really good, but say someone's dropped an ice cream or they've dropped a burger or something, he will try and eat it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So apart from the beach, does he like going on other other walks in different areas?
1: Yeah, we take him um, all over with us, so he he comes absolutely everywhere. So, like I said, we live near the York, North, North, North Yorkshire Moors, which is a big um, national park. So that's really um, out of the way with loads of fields and wildlife and what do you call them livestock. And he loves it. He just runs about. He's just like a he's like a free spirit. So okay. he has to...
0: It. And how's he go with the with local wildlife?
1: He's absolutely brilliant. Um he he doesn't he's not bothered like um the only thing he somehow tries to do is chase pheasants, but he doesn't do anything. He just chases. I think he just tries to play. But we've got some cows um on a field near us and the cows always look at him. Is it to say, oh, I wonder what you are? And they come to the fence and Archie goes to the fence and they, and they like sniff each other and they're licking each other. It's quite cute, actually. <laughs> you always get this you know, perception that, oh, dogs hate livestock that they'll attack. But he's so soft. He just loves them. He just wants to play and kiss them and it's really nice.
0: <laughs> oh, no, That sounds really nice. <laughs> How often does he get to experience the cows and things like that?
1: Quite often so there's a few routes that we can take to the beach and one of the routes that we take is going past one of the cow fields so obviously you can see them if they're out in the field which is quite nice but I try and socialise him around everything as much as I can because it builds up his confidence and it means he's going to keep having that really nice placid kind nature I feel like a lot of dogs when they haven't been socialised tend to be quite barky and ratty and they're a bit more scared of things and they're not very good with socialising because they've never been taught it so i think as much as we can socialise him it's the best thing for him
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, how far away is the beach from your place
1: it's probably about a mile maybe a little bit less depending on which route we take so it's quite close it's probably about a 15 20 minute walk
0: okay i was was picturing it a little bit longer then
1: yeah it's, it's the way because like i said with us being Still quite rural, as well as um, obviously close to the beach. We've got cow fields and farms in between our house and the beach. Everything's very much on the beach. It's quite, it's very unusual.
2: Wow,
0: well, sounds very nice. So you travel around much with Archie?
1: yes yeah he, he is my little side he, he comes absolutely everywhere with me and like I said we're quite lucky there's a lot there's a lot of dog friendly places around here as well so he comes in my car everywhere I go apart from if it's a hot day and I know I need to get out of the car We will not be coming um but he's been to the Lake District um where else has he been he's been he's been all over really like we go out for days he's been to Durham and things for the days obviously we just take him everywhere because he's just so good so it's mm-hmm. quite nice. We took him to um like a natural park the other day called Brimham Rocks, which is in like a bit further into Yorkshire. And that was about probably about two hour drive. And he was in his element. He absolutely loves it. He loves being in the car, loves being out, and then he's obviously Sue's so he out in the car and he's exploring. He's he's in his element again. So we are on about getting him a, a pet passport next year, obviously, so that we can take him travelling round Europe, which would be
2: really nice for him. Mm,
0: wow, that'd be nice, yeah. See, so do you think he has a, a preference for in the water for still water or for the surf at the beach?
2: Hmm,
1: I'd say the beach. I mean, he does, he, he likes any water with him being a labrador, he's a water dog. But yeah, it, the beach, as soon as he sees that sea, he's in it. So yeah.
0: <laughs> and have had any sort of uh, issues or concerns any times when he's been in the water?
1: Yes, so. He's absolutely fine. We've had a couple of occasions. One time we took him to um, the Lake District and there was a big lake called Derwent Water. And obviously he loves his swimming, so he got himself in there and then he started swimming out. But this lake is really deep and it goes quite far and he just kept swimming and swimming and swimming. And we were like shouting him to get him back. And at one point my partner was thinking that he's going to have to take him. um, Sorry, take him. He's going to have to jump in and go and get him. (laughs) because we thought he was not coming back, but he did end up coming back. And then um, we took him the other day to these rowing boats and he was allowed on the rowing boat, but obviously he saw the water, he, he jumped off the boat into the water, then realised he couldn't get back on the boat, so he was having a bit of a panic <laughs> for my boy. He had to grab him and high him back up onto the boat and obviously then he started shaking, so we were absolutely drenched.
0: <laughs>
1: He's a character.
0: The asked as well, when you're going through the the fields and things like that, is he off lead there when you're going for your walks in the forest and stuff?
1: Yeah, most of the time he is, unless there's another dog, say that I know is on the lead, and I just feel it's a bit courteous to put him on the lead.
0: <laughs> uh, that's all right. <laughs> and i um, guessing that he's got uh, pretty good recall?
1: He's got really good recall. I mean, sometimes he'll be in his own element and it'll take a bit of a while for him to come back. But he's, he is very good in that sense. I can't fault him. It's just sometimes he's that excited that he doesn't quite understand. Like, so for instance, like near the road, I never have him off the lead near the road, but sometimes he just won't listen because he's that excited and he wants to go. And he, 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 often he's pulled me out in front of a car. So it's not great.
0: <laughs> no, certainly not.
1: He's a lead when he's doing that. Mm-hmm.
0: Do you do a lot of training with him?
1: Um we don't really need to anymore i mean i've taught him little things where it's um where i just do like hand gestures to him and he knows that he needs to sit or give me his paw and things like that obviously i didn't have him from the age of a puppy so it's my partner who predominantly did all the training with him and he is he is very good um obviously he understands um the sit the paw waiting he knows not to touch food, so I could I could literally walk out the room, leave a plate of food, and he knows not to touch it at all. So that's really good, and he'll leave you alone when you're having your food. Like he'll he'll drool and he'll want a bit, but he'll leave it. So that's really good. And yeah,
0: challenge for a lot of dogs, particularly yeah. labs.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so he's he's very very good like that, which we're very lucky about. But like I said, it's the road situation. I don't know if my partner tried to train him or not near the road, but that is the one thing that if he wasn't so old now. And I I do try with him, but he's just, I think he's gone past that point.
0: Okay. We should say, how old is Archie now?
1: He's four and a half. He's still a little baby to me.
0: Brightly young man.
1: (laughs) Yes. Still a spring chicken.
0: Mm -hmm. So you have any sort of uh, favourite toys?
1: Yes. Have a guess. What his favourite toy is?
0: Oh, now you've got to put me on the spot. <laughs> uh, I'll, go, I'll go tug toy.
1: Oh, close. Tennis ball. <laughs> yeah. Tennis ball. He is obsessed.
0: As soon as you say that, yes. I should should have remembered <laughs> from a lot of the photos. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Literally, I can be sat doing work or anything or first thing in the morning, he comes with his Kong balls, with his tennis balls and just drops them on you. And just looks at you and just waits for you to chuck them. But he's constantly got a ball in his mouth. And if we go out for a walk, and sometimes I won't take a ball purposely because obviously he gets very, very excited. Um, so sometimes I'll try to take them because he loses them as well. But then he'll find he will find a ball in the deepest and darkest of places. Mm-hmm. Come out smiling with a little ball in his mouth.
0: I can very much relate to that with our girl walking in the <laughs> in the bush somewhere and she'll Duck off and come back, and he's like, "Where did you find that?" <laughs>
1: yeah, you think, eh? But he, he loses his balls all the time, and he and he can't for the life of him find out where he's dropped this ball. But then he'll find this random tatty ball somewhere.
0: I think sometimes the 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 older balls aren't too bad. I was going to say with the with the tennis balls. Uh, does he tend to chew the chew yeah, them much? He,
1: he does, but what we do is we get proper tennis balls, so we go to the sports shop to get them. So we can't give him dog ones because if he has the dog ones, they'll be they last about a second and they're gone. And it's the same with a lot of toys. So we get a lot of the Kong toys. I'm not sure if you if they do them over there.
0: Yes, yeah, yep. Very, very yeah. familiar with the Kong toys,
1: and um, which is really good. Okay, we get there, He likes teddies as well, but they do get ripped to shreds.
0: <laughs> I was going to say with some of the, the the tennis balls, they can wear down the teeth a little bit.
1: Oh, can they? Oh, God, I didn't know that.
0: But, um, yeah, just uh, something to be a little bit mindful of. But it can, it can depend on if they're, like, big chewers or they just love, sort of, like grabbing them and then retrieving and bringing them back.
1: Yeah. So, he is good with, like, normal tennis balls. he knows he can't. He just likes the feel of it in his mouth. I mean... My boyfriend plays golf, so we do have to hide the golf balls because if he finds a golf ball, and we live near a golf course, so sometimes we'll find them out on a walk, and he likes to chew them, but obviously they are really, really bad for his teeth. So
2: you've got to <laughs> get
1: straight off of him.
2: Yes.
0: I remember, I remember seeing something a couple of years ago. It was uh, a, actually a Doberman, and they, uh, they got about 20 – it was in the low, the low 20s, 20-something golf balls out of its stomach.
2: <gasps> oh, God.
1: Oh, I'd be heartbroken if he did that. I <laughs> um, bet yeah. that caused some of her damage.
0: Yeah, not not real good.
1: <laughs> oh, I can imagine. I mean, we're lucky; he's never swallowed anything so far. The only thing he does try is sticks. He will like to bite a stick, and some for some reason likes to eat them.
2: <laughs> which is uh,
0: just doing some mulching.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. So you mentioned that. Is the uh, got any other sort of uh, interesting or weird habits that you would call not normal or?
1: Um, Yes so on a morning he knows that my alarm means that it's breakfast time so he has a funny way of doing things so on a night he sleeps he just sleep in our bed if he gets too hot he'll jump down and then as soon as he knows it's getting close to the time that I'm going to get up he comes up and gets in for a cuddle but like wriggles himself <laughs> and like kind of throws himself into you. As if to say, come on now, I'll give you a cuddle. Get up and get my breakfast. (laughs) So he's quite funny in that respect. He wakes you up for his breakfast. And say, like this morning, he was really tired. So he'd stayed upstairs. But as soon as he hears the cupboard door open where his food is, he just legs it down the stairs. So he's uh, he's quite funny like that. And um, another thing is he he sleeps on his back with his legs in the air, which I find quite funny. Sleeps like a human. (laughs) Okay. (laughs)
0: What about sort of favourite games to play?
1: Chasing a tennis uh, tennis ball. Yeah, that that would be his game. And I sometimes do hide and seek with him in the house as well. So he doesn't like, if, if I'm in the house and I say, I, he's downstairs and I'm upstairs, he likes to come upstairs. He has to be near me. So sometimes I'll sneak upstairs and I'll like lay in the bathroom or I'll hide in a room. And you, you can like hear him running around trying to find me, like sniffing everything to and then I'll jump out and scare him, <laughs> which is cool. But he loves it, really, and he gets so excited.
0: Oh, no, nice. so you ever had any sort of uh, medical issues?
1: Um. So when the same year that we got back together, me and my partner, um, I think six months prior to that, he took him for a walk, and he doesn't quite know what had happened, but basically the field that they'd been on, there was, must have been some sharp object, and Archie'd actually torn a lot of his leg, and he'd severed one of his arteries. Ooh,
2: um,
1: nah. My boyfriend hadn't noticed at first, because he'd, like, ran over, and Archie, he's just such a happy dog. So he was smiling and just dropping the ball, trying to play, and my boyfriend said so he looked down, and he'd seen all this blood. So obviously just picked him up, legged it to the car with him, and just got him straight to the vets. And the vets basically said, if, they, if he'd have been any later than when he got there, he would have died from blood loss. Mm. So he's got quite a big scar on his leg from him when he did that and then last year I was it was my first day at my new school and my dog walker rang me and was like right I think you need to come and see Archie he's had a bit of an accident and I think it was a stick and it had basically caught him and he basically sliced some of his leg off one of his back legs so as you can imagine, I was in hysterics running to try and get out of work to obviously go and get him from the vets. So we get to go and anaesthetic for that as well. And a nice hefty vet bill. But apart from that, he's, he's healthy. He's just uh, very accident prone.
0: <laughs> oh, that's actually not, not, not too bad.
1: <laughs> no, not too bad. It's just the cost. I know my boyfriend had said when he'd done the leg one um, when he could have died, um, I'm sure he said it was well over a thousand pound, so it was it was quite a lot when you're not expecting it.
2: Um, yep, yeah,
0: that's that's absolutely for sure. Vets really do know how to charge. <laughs>
1: yeah, they definitely do. <laughs> there's
0: always that argument. Do you do you pay for the insurance, and are you wasting money? And then I don't know. I don't think there's a there's a right and a wrong.
1: A lot of them, a lot of them, they don't actually pay out for it up until a certain point either, do they? So, like for his surgery, if we'd have had, I mean, for the one where he did, nearly he tore his artery. I think they would have paid out, but for the back one, we've got insurance, and they wouldn't have paid out because it was too low the number. Because I think only two hundred and eighty pounds last year when he when he cut himself. So a lot of them won't pay out. There's always these clauses in there, isn't there?
0: That is for sure. So Archie's friends. He's got got a few best friends. I'm guessing.
1: He's got a lot of friends. He's a very, very social dog.
0: Who would you say are some of his uh, better doggy friends that he plays with?
1: So my friend, she has a black lab, but it's crossed with the German Shepherd. So he's humongous. He's just like a big bear. And um, I take that him round and they absolutely love each other. They just play... And it, it, oh, it's lovely. Um, and then last year um, I'd seen this dog being walked by our local dog rescue and I fell in love and he was a German Shepherd cross with a Rottweiler and at the time he was a puppy and I oh, was lovely. And Archie, I, we, were, we were adopting him. So I took Archie to meet him and Archie wasn't really bothered. He wasn't really playing. He just kind of was letting this puppy get on with what he was doing and Archie wasn't bothered. But as I started socialising them more and more, they, they absolutely fell in love and they absolutely love each other. And then we, my partner said to me, he was like, look, I just don't think we can get another dog at the minute. Like, I just think it's too much. So I was obviously quite upset. And then his parents said that they would adopt this dog. So the dog now obviously lives with them and Archie goes around to see him or I take the dog out who's called Dougie and are oh, they that I've never seen dogs play like it they do quite like rough playful fight where they like, bite each other nibble each other and they're quite like I can't describe it but actually dead mischievous like actually you'll get really rough and dead playful and dead hyper and get Dougie into trouble and it, it's quite <laughs> it's quite funny to watch but they're just absolutely mental I think I've put a couple of things on Instagram like showing what they're like but they are 100% the best of friends. I think they're these two main best friends. But Dougie, he absolutely loves Dougie. But he's more of a family member now. So from,
0: from the sound of it, they're not too far away.
1: No, they're not. It's literally about a five, ten minute drive, which is really nice. So we take them out quite often together. But they're just just oh, absolutely brilliant. I'll have to do a video on Instagram and put them on when they uh, next see each other.
0: Um, does he have any particular issues with, say, uh, with, with weather going out in the, if it's colder or rain, anything like that?
1: Um, no, like he's got, the only thing I would say is he, if it's raining, he doesn't like to go out, outside for a week, but he'll have to go for a walk.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. So it's quite bad because obviously in England we do get quite a lot of bad weather. And I mean, sometimes you just think, oh, like today, could do with not going out but he wants to be out and he's just not bothered at all which is really nice obviously the sun with him being black i try to uh, avoid taking him like for today if i take him it'll be in the car to the beach because i know that it's a two minute drive but also he's got the water to cool down but i couldn't take him out on the pavements and stuff because i just think it wouldn't be too it wouldn't be fair on him because he obviously gets very hot quite easily
0: what would your uh, average time taking him out a, a day be? or? A...
1: It depends, really. Um, I tend to say on the morning I'll get up and I'll do a workout. This is if I'm off school. So I'll get up, do a workout, and then as soon as I've done my workout, I'll get started and I'll take him out. So it tends to be morning to midday. But say today, where the weather's quite hot, it'll probably be this afternoon, like evening time, so prime temperature's lower because I just think it's it's just not fair. him, but. When I'm at work, we have a dog walker, so he comes midday to let him out, so it's in between my shift so that he's not left for too long by himself, which is really good.
2: Yes, yeah,
0: sounds good. How has he been food-wise? So You, you said earlier he has a, uh, a a respect for your food and, a, and shows yeah. restraint.
1: He's very, very good with our food, which is really good. His food, he's fine. He knows when he gets fed, he gets fed twice a day. Um, We use a company called Tails.com. So they basically tailor his food. So he has half a tray, a 300-gram tray in the morning with two scoops, and then he has two scoops of dry food on an afternoon. Obviously, he gets treats and things like that. But um, obviously, during lockdown, because all we could do really was go out, we would walk him miles and miles and miles. And because of this, he'd lost a lot of weight, even though we'd upped his, his food intake and everything. Everyone kept telling us how slim he looked because he's, he's meant to be a working lab. That's his breed. So he's naturally very lean anyway.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But it was to the point that you could see his ribs. So we kept upping and upping his food and just nothing was working. So in the end, I started adding raw potato to his food because I was reading that with meant to help and it did and everyone's been commenting how much chunkier he's looking now and much healthier, which is really good. So I that, think that, that's how only downside if we, we exercise him a lot, he loses weight quite rapidly. Because he is he is a very, very active dog.
0: That's how they should be.
1: Yes, definitely. Like I, I some people like to just do really small walk, but I think with his breed, he's a big dog, he needs a big walk. So my minimum walk for him is at least three miles. And that's without like I always have to take the ball and I'll I'll chuck the ball if we're doing like a three mile walk just so that he still gets to run around and get rid of that energy. But I think his optimum is about five or six mile. I think that's better for him.
0: Oh, nice. And does he um, get recognised a fair bit because of your Instagram account and or social media?
1: Um, not so much because a lot of the um, a lot of the people who we follow from all over the world so apart from my friends for instance so if I'm out with my friends and we've took him they'll always tag him in things and people will say things and we've got a few dogs that are from around this area which is quite nice but I think people just recognize him just because he's just so beautiful people (laughs) always come over and want to stroke him I mean last night we had loads of people when we went out for a walk coming over and giving him loads of cuddles and asking us loads of questions about him which was really nice. So, I think that's where he gets his attention from because he, he's just got such an angelic face.
0: You <laughs> <laughs> mentioned snacks before. Has he got a b- particular favourite type of snack?
1: He loves sausages. I mean, it's probably not the best thing to give him, but he does love sausages. And I'm quite lucky he's still asleep when I've said that as well. <laughs> I up waiting for some. So, I get, yeah, he has them. Um, and I get, I get lots of treats. He has the dental um, sticks and little bones and the biscuit bones and and we have the pedigree I think they're called smackums and they're like um like straight flat meaty kind of treats so I get them then and Mm -hmm. then um for his birthday there's a there's a lady who does all cake like cakes for dogs and things like that and like sweet treats so we Mm. got him a cake he he loves them and she does something called wuffins they're a bit like scones but for dogs so <laughs> yeah woofins i like it <laughs>
0: Wuffins, yeah.
1: it's really cute so she does a lot of the local farmers markets so we always go down and buy quite a bit from her which is really good which is just chocolate eclairs and everything obviously all dog friendly which is brilliant
0: right. i suppose that will lead me into a, a question that i ask everyone and it's to complete the sentence Yeah. i, I can't believe my dog ate
1: Oh. oh this is a hard one
0: <laughs> i always say hard. if it's a hard one it's 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 good <laughs> it's it good
1: is, to... yeah like we went out with my friend's dog yesterday and her dog was eating horse poo <laughs> and <laughs> he was just not bothered like the only thing i've always thought was weird he eats his cauliflower he loves raw vegetables oh,
0: that's, 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 that's,
1: that's not weird at all
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> that's that's good <laughs>
1: I know but yeah like like I said the only probably thing I would say is the stick the stick is like oh can't believe you've eaten that
2: <laughs>
1: but that's it like no he's not bothered he's, he's really good
0: uh, he definitely sounds it
1: yeah he is he can be mischievous when he wants to be
0: mm-hmm. so when you say that is there anything that that sort of comes to mind
1: so for instance because of lockdown we've obviously it's been more of like a home workout kind of thing and I don't know if it's the smell of sweat or whatever but if he sees me doing say mountain climbers or something he comes next to me he doesn't get on me but he comes next to me and makes humping movements and I, I tell him no and he goes straight back to his bed but I'm like mm, mm, not really what you should be doing because he, he never ever humps as well which, um and then like things like the ball, like obviously just dropping the ball on you all the time, jumping on you, the throw himself into you on a morning, quite mischievous. Um, yeah, there's just little things like the road and when he gets too excited and he's pulling. I mean, we took him out for dinner once, and he never pees inside. And they had kind of like a little stand where people would like go and make bookings, and he went over to the stand and peed on it.
2: <laughs> I, thought, oh, I shouldn't oh. laugh. So,
1: he was on it I was mortified because we go there all the time as well I mean he hasn't done it since Touchwood, but oh and another thing is he nicks people's balls so if we're out on the beach he likes to run up to dogs if he sees a ball and he pinches it he's not bothered so that, that's one of the things that we have a nightmare with only he also likes an audience when he goes for a poo so he won't he won't do it in a field but as soon as he sees someone who's sat down chilling he'll go right next to them and think oh I'll have a poo here."
2: <laughs> Sorry.
1: <laughs> so, uh, last week he did it. We went to uh, we went to the beach last week. Um, we were doing like a little barbecue, and as soon as I got onto the beach, he walked over to this couple who were sat chilling, cuddling, and just took a big dump near them. I was so embarrassed. I thought, yeah, he's kind of ruined the mood for them too.
0: Uh, that is a little bit different. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. He's uh, he's weird. He did also once pee on someone's shopping. <laughs> which wasn't ideal we were at the beach and uh again and someone had left some morrison's bag shopping so it was food shopping as well and i hadn't noticed and he'd ran over to him and just peed on him so i don't know what he thought it was but oh, i was absolutely mortified
2: mm.
1: i promise he is a good dog
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so spending a lot of time on the beach does he uh, enjoy rolling in different things
1: um on the beach no he, he doesn't and he, he's not one of those dogs that would see a dead animal and roll in it he's not bothered the only thing he likes doing so recently we have had, we've had our garden done and we've got astroturf and he absolutely loves rolling himself on that like he gets up and he'll just roll himself all over it and i don't know if it's because of the feel of it maybe it's scratching him and he really likes that but that's literally the only thing he does he doesn't roll in anything apart from that
0: mm, okay I'm yeah. guessing that's just also a good habit, seeing as you've got a lot of fields with cows in it.
1: Yeah, really, really good. <laughs> Especially because I've got the, the, the rescue dog, um, Dougie, who's his, his best friend, he loves rolling in stuff. <laughs> and I, we we run a group on Facebook, and it's like Labrador's of the northeast of England, and they're always putting on how their Labrador's are rolling in fox poo and everything. And I'm just so grateful because he doesn't, which is brilliant. <laughs>
2: Especially
1: yeah. devastated, he did.
0: Especially for the, for the dogs that are just about always inside.
1: Yeah, I know.
0: Is there anything else sort of coming to mind as far as a, a, adventurous sort of things?
1: Um, just what we did the other day when we did our 24-mile walk. So um, we started from my house and you basically have to walk to the town and then you get to some cliffs so we did quite a lot on the cliffs and then it was back down on the beach but there was like really steep steps and little waterfalls in between and so that that was quite adventurous for him and and he he did absolutely amazingly I mean we got to a place called Sand's End which is literally just before the place that we were aiming to go which was a beach and he was running around had loads of energy but that was definitely a big adventure for him. And it was just so, so much different terrain. We were going through farmland, obviously, up the cliffs, down on the beach, loads of rivers. And it, part of it was warm. Part of it, it was blistering wind and rain. And next thing, it'd be sunny again. Then it'd be raining again. So that was quite an adventure with him.
0: Yeah, lots of things to, to experience and to sniff and see. So how long did that take
2: you?
1: Um that took us, it should have took us a lot quicker, but I think it ended up taking us about nine to 10 hours. So it was, it was a long route, but we did stop because obviously I, need, I took some water for him. So we stopped and made sure that he had plenty of water and we stopped and had some like lunch that we'd taken. And my friend at the end of it, she, she couldn't walk. So it took us about two hours to get to our end destination, which should have took us half an hour. <laughs> but it was worth it. I mean, he loved it.
0: Sounds like a great day out and-
1: yeah, it was brilliant. He absolutely loved it. And we when we finally sat down for food, he was absolutely shattered. He, he got himself right into the table and just was snoring his head off.
0: I was just gonna say it would have been a really nice night's sleep for him after that.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I don't he was fine though. Like the next day I thought, I'm not going to walk him. I thought it's going to be too much. Like he'll be absolutely tired. Nah, he wanted to go for a walk. <laughs> I couldn't <just> believe it. So much energy.
0: Uh, any uh, any holiday plans coming up for him, oh, or for you um, both? Sorry.
1: <laughs> well, we we're um, actually we're going away next week into Barcelona. So he's going and staying at um, a dog boarding. So he gets to stay in their house, which is really nice because I, he would not cope in kennels. He's never been in kennels, so it just mm-hmm. wouldn't be. A, so that's a little holiday for him, which would be really nice. And then um, we're looking at going to the Lake District. So that'll be really nice as well for him. So we take him camping quite a lot, which he really enjoys. So that'll probably be the next thing that we do. But we've got quite a lot. Yeah, we've got quite a lot of dog-friendly hotels and stuff as well. So Mm -hmm. and obviously, like I said, there's lots of dog-friendly pubs and cafes. So he tends to come practically everywhere with us, which is really nice. He gets away quite a lot.
0: He enjoys being in the in a tent.
1: Oh, he loves it. Absolutely loves it. Although he takes a lot of the room up. Don't you? Yeah. <laughs> well, now. <laughs> you love it, don't you?
0: Sounds excellent. Sounds like he's, he's living a really good doggy life.
1: He is. He's very, very spoiled. Probably too spoiled. Cause he, he knows with me that he can get away with a lot. Whereas with my partner, he knows that my partner's more firm. So he knows he can't get away with as much, <laughs> but I wouldn't have it any other way. I love it pieces.
0: Thank you very, very much for, for sharing Ford Archibald's life with us.
1: Oh, it's fine. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much for asking us to do this.
0: Oh, absolutely. It's been a very enjoyable conversation. Enjoy your next adventure and your day.
1: Thank you very much. And enjoy your evening, I'm guessing.
0: It is, yes.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, brilliant. Well, have a lovely evening. Thank you very much.
0: <laughs> Take care. Bye. Bye. Thank you very much for listening. I hope that you enjoyed the show and I'd appreciate it if you told someone else about it. And if you did, then you could talk to them about it. And also, if you were interested, you could jump on the Relax Dog Podcast Facebook group and then you could tell me about it and make any comments if you would like to improve your listening experience help me out until next week stay safe and remember your dog is family